Christ's saying here, every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings from his storehouse both the new and the old. Both the new and the old. He's speaking about here the apostles and those who would help them in their endeavor to teach and to preach the gospel to all the nations. And he's saying that because they have the kingdom of heaven revealed to them, Jesus Christ himself, who in a certain sense embodies the kingdom of heaven, certainly came and preached the kingdom of heaven. Uh, Because they have that new revelation given to them, they can understand the old. And this is where we get our, this kind of a tension or the play between the two Testaments. You've got the Old Testament and the New Testament. St. Augustine very famously said, that the New Testament is hidden in the Old Testament and that the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament. So there's this kind of interpenetration between the two Testaments. Uh, for example, we said in our responsorial psalm today, How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord, mighty God. A dwelling place for God. It's a very strange notion if you think about it. The Bible teaches in many places that God is not something that can be placed, he, he, his, his nature cannot be constricted to a space, so God's not spatial, He's not, the divine nature is not bodily, it's not visible, and yet there's a dwelling place that the Old Testament speaks about, God's dwelling place, and we see in our first reading from Exodus how Moses built a tabernacle, a dwelling place for God. And that uh, the cloud, which symbolized God's presence, would actually come down on top of this tabernacle. And God's glory would be there and would, would dwell there. It was God's dwelling place, this tabernacle. So it's a kind of a paradox, but the reality of what we see here is that this is really the new hidden in the old. Jesus Christ, who is God, made man, God made visible, God made local spatial and localizable, if you will, uh, is foreshadowed and symbolized in the Old Testament in this tabernacle. So when we say, how lovely is your dwelling place, we're praising Jesus Christ. It's a hidden praise of Jesus right here in the Old Testament. And uh, so when we have our eyes enlightened by the kingdom of heaven, we're able to bring out of this storehouse that is the Bible, both the new and the old. We can go back to the old and we can find the new hidden in it. We can bring it forth. And uh, also, Jesus gives to us uh, that uh, same incarnate presence in the Eucharist. That's an amazing thing. So that the Mass is really the fulfillment of what we're talking about. Jesus himself, the tabernacle of God, is present among us in his humanity as well as his divinity. Just as real, really present to us now as he was in the days of his earthly ministry when he walked and when he taught the apostles uh, and when he, when he dwelt with them. And so this is why we call the place where we keep the Eucharist uh, the tabernacle. Okay, It's this house of God. And uh, what an awesome privilege that is to every day <clears throat> come to Mass and to celebrate the Eucharist and to be close to him. What a privilege it is even just to walk into a Catholic church. Okay, Orthodox churches as well. Catholic churches, it's the only only places that you can go and actually find the true tabernacle of God present. You can visit it. 
uh, whenever you want, come into that presence of the true tabernacle of God. And what an awesome privilege that is for which we, we thank God this morning.